Listener warning, this episode contains adult content and is not suitable for children. Welcome back to the Half-Baked Book Club. I'm Lana. And I'm Dylan. And we are back with another random recap episode (laughs) for you guys. Wow. Yeah, it's okay. If you guys are new here, we're a book club. You're not lost. But like most book clubs, we tend to talk about a million other things besides the actual book we're reading. When we aren't reviewing a book, we wanted to share the other shows, movies, podcasts, and books that we've been into this week. Um, It's only been a couple weeks. I have so much. I know it has. We took a little break. I mean, for the holidays, for the bills, when for our mental sanity and the getting moved into this house and getting internet. (laughs) So like, here we are, we're finally back you guys, but I actually read our book that we're reading next week, which is six feet deep dish. Oh my God. I forgot already. I've been, I know I was like something, something deep dish. Yeah. I've been listening and reading to so many books. So I'm mostly listening to because I'm moving into this house. So like you know, you're cleaning stuff, you're moving mm-hmm. stuff, you're unpacking stuff. So it's easy to like throw headphones in and listen to something. Yep. So I've been doing that a lot, but like I sat down and read six feet deep dish because I found it at Barnes and Noble. It was like, I think it was like nine ninety nine. Like for me, that's an affordable book. I'm like, cool. It's under $10. <laughs> Amazing in this economy. Um, <laughs> yeah. so I was like, this is funny. Is that a like little chubby cat on the front? And I just was like, I need to get this. It was amazing. I just need to let you know going into it. Oh, like so normally excited. we don't talk about books until like mm-hmm. we're both done. But just to give you an excitement, because she's going to borrow this book from me. Um, so we need to meet up like ASAP for you to do that. But you will go through it like so quick. Okay. Um, Especially because I think you're a little bit faster reader than I am. So like... The fact that I could not put it down. It was just really well thought out. And I love a mystery where like I didn't necessarily see it coming. Like okay. who the bad person was. And like mm, me too. You keep thinking like it's this person, it's this person, it's this person. Yeah. Nope, 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 nope. Um, and it's just funny. Like you found yourself like I just was cracking up. And I love a story like that. And I was getting yeah. hungry. The back of the book has recipes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Like that's a that. thing with cozy mysteries. They have recipes. I am just about to start one. Actually, I did just start like, not, I didn't even finish the first chapter of a cozy mystery because I had like a hangover from reading this book where I was like, I need more. Like I need more of this. Like, I don't know. It's just nice this time of year. I mean, cozy's cozy, right? Like, obviously it feels good for a reason, but it's funny when it's like murder, but cozy. (laughs) It's a murder, but cozy. There's there's blood, but it's so cute. (laughs) Like, It's so weird. But anyways, I really like this author. So now I'm excited for the sequel, which I don't think has come out yet, but it looks really funny. Let me look it up. You're going to crack up. Anyways, tell me what you've done this week. Um, not a lot. I've, I'm on uh, PTO. So I've been, um, reading a lot and watching Christmas movies. Um, 
and just trying to like relax a little bit and do some online Christmas shopping until now the next couple of days I am away for work. I'm excited to when we get to the movie section because I haven't really watched movies again if I wasn't in the middle of moving into an right like I think it's opposite right like you're settled in and you're Mm -hmm. in the cozy mood so you're ready as where I'm trying to get to that point. I did put up my Christmas tree so like we're good. I wasn't even expecting to be moved in somewhere with a Christmas tree this year. So that's always exciting. But wait, so this comes out, the sequel comes out April 25th. So I need to go on and like request it. And it's called ashes to ashes, crust to crust. (laughs) Sorry, you were drinking when I said that. I just love a pun. Yeah. You, this That's cat. adorable. Oh, butterball. I love it. I know. And I just like, I wish I had a cat. So I love like reading stuff with cats and almost every cozy mystery has one. That's good. Yeah. I feel like this is a, um, like a section of reading that my stepmom needs to be introduced to because I feel like this would be her favorite genre because she oh, loves like mysteries yeah. and murder. So like a cozy mystery that has a cat, she'd be all about it. Yes, I want you to like hand her this book. Like it yeah. has something for everybody. Like there's a little bit of a romantic story, but I wouldn't say like there's there's no spice. Um, but There's a little bit of an underlying something there's the business owner aspect. There's the animal. Like, it's just really cute. And then it has pretty good looking recipe. Like, it made me want a damn slice of deep dish pizza so bad. It. It's all I've been thinking about. I'm about to go to Chicago, right? That's what... Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Well, this was based in Green Bay, Wisconsin. So it's kind of like a random. Ah, okay. Um, the deep dish. Got it. Yeah. And we will do like a full recap. This isn't me totally spoiling anything, I promise. But it, I think you'll find it too. It reminded me of Buffalo. Like the way it was written, that community reminded me. Like it's on a lake, it's on the water. But like just how they wrote about it, you'll get it. You'll get the vibe. Um. Anyways, so that's what you guys should read. But let's get into shows. What shows did you watch? What shows did I watch? Um, The only show I watched, like I said, I've been watching tons of movies, <clears throat> is I've been talking about it for a couple of episodes, is the Andor show, the Star Wars show. Oh, um, yeah. So, I really need to watch that because I love The Mandalorian and I don't know why I haven't started Andor. So Andor finale has come come and went so the last two episodes came out i thought like the last time we talked i thought that was the finale and it was not there were two more episodes wow um was so, that like so exciting for you yes like, wait a second i was so excited because it the 10th episode was like great and i was like this is amazing finale and then i was like just kidding there's two more episodes um so it was really good so it and it was nice because it was like if you've watched the star wars films and like especially the most recent ones maybe not everybody knows like all of the original movies or the ones in the past but like you you should but the Mm. newer ones rogue one um is the story that this show is essentially like the prequel to okay okay, so like so because cassian andor is like the main one of the major characters in um rogue one him and the girl Jin are like the two main characters of that show that movie okay. so um 
so it was cool to like finish Andor and then watch Rogue One. Um, is my boyfriend who was like, I don't know if I'm like disappointed or what that like you know more than I do and like Star Wars. <laughs> so he went and he's it like, does not threaten your nerdhood. It's okay. No. Yeah. So he um so he we wanted to watch it. So we watched Rogue One. Um, now that we'd finished Andor, so you kind of see like how the story finishes. Mm-hmm. Um and and then that got like on a kick of like wanting to rewatch all of the movies. But I thought that like the show was really good when you go to when you go and watch the movie, very much like Marvel with all of the shows that they've done, like the spinoffs of it's like it makes things in the movies make sense or it connects certain things or it brings people in like it it was just it was done really well and connected really well. And I like I loved it. So I don't know if there's another season or if that's just how it ends. Um, like I said, it's a prequel to the movie. Um, but I thought it was really good. I like them doing these little things. I feel like it just, it's, even if I don't watch all of them, I think it's nice for like the people who are fans of it. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, for me, I like housewives. (laughs) Right. No, I am not even like, you know, I love something deep, but I also love something where I don't have to think that much. Right. And wow, I just, we finally, like after moving back in, we toggled back to like Hulu Live Mm. and wow, I missed you Hulu Live so much, all my housewives. But what you find is like, you can watch the very first episode and they give you like this big ass like big ass package that sounds like something for hometowns but mm-hmm. um no Gideon. like they're like this season on the real housewives of potomac and it shows you highlights of everything interesting that will happen that season mm-hmm. like so really you're just then watching hours upon hours of stupid shit filler like Mm -hmm. but that's the thing that's what makes it a great like laundry folding thing you don't really have to pay attention until you're like wait wait oh my god is this the scene is this the dinner thing where she throws the thing because you're like really you're just trying to figure out how did we get from a to b how did things escalate because you already saw the scene you already saw the escalation in the damn trailer so i watched like the first episode of potomac and then i was like nine more episodes to get me current fuck this or whatever it was I don't know yeah episode eight but I watched like first and I remembered I literally already watched this so I watched that package about the season which basically is a whole thing right the whole thing and then I watched the most recent one where they're like previously on so it literally filled in like the gaps of what I missed and I'm like I've missed nothing we're right back it took me one day of Hulu live to feel caught up but I love that shit, man. I missed it. I miss like even just the fashion and the interviews. It's mm-hmm. just, I was like, I feel inspired. I want to go do my makeup <laughs> <laughs> and like call somebody, like tell them they have big feet just to be a cunt. Like, yeah, I just like love it. Like they're so terrible to each other. And you're just like, oh my God, they say all the shit that you wish you could say yeah oh for sure yeah um that's just fun so that was fun for me but I I did that I know you're not like a housewives girly so I did actually find a new show 
It's like a true crime thing on Hulu. Ooh. So I think you'd like it. Welcome to Chippendales. Oh, I haven't started it, but I've seen it. Okay, so here's the thing. I watched the trailer. I listened to a big, long thing on, okay, this potential spoiler for anybody who's watching Welcome to Chippendales because I haven't even gotten to this part of the show, but having listened to a podcast, I know what happens pretty much. So it's fun for me to have the visuals now to go with it, but mm-hmm. like- there was an episode about Dorothy Stanton or it could have been like a couple episodes and she was this playmate and she was like involved in this, but you know, she's on the episode of morbid for a reason. So that's like, you don't see that in the first episode. Um, Or maybe it was at the very end of the first episode. I don't know. It's like, she is a part of the story, but she's not, you know, like, it's so I knew what happened because of that. And then I listened to a whole thing because I was interested in that. I found another podcast about Chippendales. And then that led me down a rabbit hole about like a podcast about like phone sex operators, which was so effing interesting. The, oh my God, did I not tell you about that? Like way, like a year ago when we started this? No. We'll have to go back and listen. I listened to, I will find the name of this because it was very interesting. Like maybe it was called like Operator or something. Mm. But there was this whole thing about the phone sex industry and like how it was run. It was super mm. interesting, but it's like the same people as like Miss Cleo, all oh those same God. phone numbers and like the way the minutes add Miss up Cleo. and like it was fucking nuts. <laughs> Oh my god! And how much money these people made—it was crazy. Oh, I, I had a coworker in LA who made the, who was like a very talented musician. Mm -hmm. She was a, um, and she was a music teacher. She, um, wrote or like played the like the background music for porn. Wow, love and that. So she was like a composer made, for porn. Yeah, like played music, like bow, played instruments. Bow, bow, and like, yeah, those like freaking bow, like spa bow. music and weird Ooh, shit that you love hear. Love it. She did that and she made bank. Oh, I like that. And it was she reminds me of um, like, what just is such it? a weird ass. We're like, getting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Imagine she puts like the Seinfeld theme on the porn. um (laughs) come on man i've got all the brother tickets um shit that's so funny but wait i that's amazing i'm happy for her like dude somebody you think there's a job for everybody maybe that's not what you wrote when you were like a little kid what do you want to be when you grow up i want to compose music for porn soundtrack for porn (laughs) she's like i want to make music for people who fuck yeah it's but like she had money and it was like these like teachers like how do you have like so much money and they, they were like oh well this like this is like she likes to do but like this is what pays her bills and like, that's oh. funny because she probably doesn't even have to be there they'll just like send her a file and then she just yeah forward to it yeah, i remember i took music theory in high school and they like this is so off the rails but the, welcome to the podcast um <laughs> But that was like one of my assignments. It was like, here's a video. Now you have to put music to it. And I'm like, yeah. oh, cool. Like, I 
it's just like weird that I forget that people have these jobs. Like music is such an integral part of all of these shows. It gives the whole vibe, the feeling Mm -hmm. like, you know, something bad's going to happen because you can already hear hear it. it. Mm -hmm. And I just love music so much. And it's funny. We really don't talk about it on the show that much because it would turn into just like a Taylor Swift only podcast, but (laughs) music really is a huge part of TV shows and like, whether it's game of Thrones, like star Wars, all of it, it's just Mm -hmm. integral, but back to that. And speaking of music and like the the seventies and this whole Chippendales era, like, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Like, I don't know. I've been to like plenty of like female strip clubs. I've never been to like a guy, anything Mm-mm. like that. No. Um, and I'm like, me neither. I don't know why. I think I just was like, I don't want a sweaty wiener coming at me. Like, <laughs> I don't know why I assumed that that's what would happen, but I'm like, no thanks. Yeah. I think like ma- the movie, like Magic Mike, piqued my interest. And I was yes. like, I mean, yes. I would go to a show with my girlfriends. I was like, like I'm kind of sad I didn't go to Chippendales. You know, yeah. like the Thunder Down Under. Like, I would go to something like that probably with like my girlfriends for something. Yes. But it's not, I don't, and this is not, no offense, men, <laughs> but I am way more entertained attracted like gawking at a female entertainer than I am a male yeah because like a guy isn't getting up on well you know what you've seen magic some of them are. like some of some them are, are. Good, sure but it's doing like, the work it's that whole conversation though it's like if a guy sends you an unsolicited dick pic it's easier that for a girl to nothing. see a guy naked than a girl to see a girl naked, yeah. period. But it's also like you see a penis and, and you're like, meh. And they're doing all this work on the pole. It's impressive. It's gymnastic. Yeah. I mean, it's... Right. It's uh, 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 art. It's art. It's, a yeah. guy just like taking off his shirt and like shimmying. It's like, no. But that's what's so interesting. Like, I... I really hope you watch this show because there's so many there's layers of things that mm. have happened, like how people met, like where different ideas came from. And when you are starting a business like that, like people mm-hmm. who are trying to take ownership, like, well, I'm the one who invested the money. Well, I'm right. the one who had the ideas. I'm the one who did this. And um, right. it just is like, it gets really messy mm-hmm. and there's a lot of like mm-hmm. moida that gets involved yeah it's just a bunch of naked dudes that's all you thought it was but it's like no guess what like somebody's fighting over the cost of calendar sales like somebody's fighting over just seems like so innocent I guess yeah oh there's people like doing drugs and fucking in the back room and you're like oh yeah well I guess like why not (laughs) why of course that was happening why didn't I think about that um it's just funny but I would highly suggest it's produced really well it's it's Hulu it's a great of course um yeah anyways I didn't watch any movies but I know you told me you saw some Christmas I have a ton I watched but I'm gonna give you three okay give them um some recs of ones I've watched uh because my Hulu I have Hulu live and I like you know record every single thing that's (laughs) coming out of Hallmark and Lifetime and every other channel but um a couple things so on Apple TV if you have Apple TV Mm-hmm. is do right now i think spirited and that's with will ferrell and ryan gosling yes and um or not ryan gosling 
uh ryan reynolds because ryan reynolds Lu- lucy yes. was just telling me about this our friend okay. lucy from um, <laughs> it's like it's a musical it's like a take on um scrooge oh okay yeah, yeah. it's it's like will ferrell's in this like business he works for and like the afterlife and it's like they find someone who's like a shitty human and they spend all year learning all of these things about them and setting up the perfect thing to then scrooge this person on christmas eve like the thing that they did to mr scrooge in you know the dickens carol like it's it's basically that they do this every year that they try to turn some person into a good person on christmas eve and like the production of it and it's like (laughs) they're singing songs and they're doing all this stuff and it's like um uh like just crazy character like famous people in this like, and it's a comedy obviously it is a comedy it has heart octavia spencer's in it oh love like her. it's it's good like it took me a minute i had to kind of fight through it for a little bit and then I loved it it was cute it was funny it's not like a kids movie and it's not to say that you couldn't your kids couldn't see it it's just like it's geared to adults it's an adult movie okay they swear and whatever like it's it's an adult movie um but it was really good now hilarious movie you know we need some adult movies over to it's so like yeah. vanilla for christmas yeah. you know what i mean like it's it's cool yeah. you can have some funny adult content <laughs> so over to um netflix is their new movie called single all the way okay who's in that and um it is let's see here so it's michael yuri and um he you would recognize him okay i was like i probably know he's face. he's in it he's like if you were in is this um, us no uh, no that's um the, something there's another movie on netflix with that guy I think. but like um the one of the like moms from schitt's creek is in it like you'd rec when you watch it you recognize a bunch of the characters okay but essentially oh but the best the the lady oh my god what the hell why Single can't I think of her the name way. the woman from it looks like a hot dog on the 4th of July. Why can't I oh, think of her name? Oh, my God. I we know. all know. We I know. But know. so she is like, she is like the funny aunt. She's like in having her moment right now. And I and love her, but I can't. She's having, um, she's like directing like the family Christmas pageant. And like, <laughs> she's just a hilarious, like supporting character. But anyways, it's like this guy um he's he's dating somebody he's so excited he's always single his parents are always worried about him he's gay and they want him to meet someone and meet someone and he he's dating this guy he's so excited to bring him home to meet his family for christmas and then he finds out said guy is married and he Uh doesn't want to tell his parents and so he begs his best friend who he lives with to come home with him and pretend that they have finally fallen in love oh my god i love this concept already yes the best (laughs) friend is like I'm not doing this to your parents, but I will come home with you. And it's like, like they come home, and his parents, his mom is trying to set him up on a date with her hot trainer in the gym, who's like the only other gay guy in their small oh town. God, of course. And the best friend is encouraging it, but as he's liking this guy and he's going out with this guy, the best friend is like, "Fuck." I have feelings for you. Am I crazy? Okay, I either saw this movie or this movie. So, like, this, right. This is like the, the map of, of right. 
But it's just, it's adorable. The characters are so funny. The wit is hilarious. And because it's Netflix, it's like, it has like real like romance and relationships and kissing and things. It's not Mm -hmm. that like weird fake, like, oh my God, my hand. Like it's a real relationship. These, these two men. And like, I just, I loved it. It was so good. It was so funny. Like, I love that they're doing more and more different looks at relationships and it's not just heteronormative 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 it is it's so great and cute and funny and it's just like this was my favorite one this is the one I recommend it's important for like kids well to see representation matters their relationships yeah and like the family like the family that supports their son and is encouraging and is like you know the mom is just trying to hook him up with any person that she hears the word gay is like okay you must like my son like just it's very funny and cute um and then the other one which i feel like you would like this one too this one was called the noel diary it's also on netflix it's a new movie that's the one i was thinking of the guy the one from the guy from yes this is us and um cat her name is well her name is cat from the show on freeform i can't think of what it's called younger nope not younger something (laughs) anyways um she his mom this guy's mom dies he's a famous author so i liked it for like the bookish part of it um a woman shows up at his house and says she's looking for her mother she was put up for adoption her mother used to be a maid in this house and nanny and she's wondering if he can connect her and he doesn't remember he was a kid he doesn't know the name the person that's gonna know the mom's name and information is the father who he no longer has a relationship with so Mm -hmm. they've got a road trip to confront the dad and have these conversations he's been avoiding for forever And as they're doing it, they find a diary that the mom left in the house when she put the daughter up for adoption. So as they're driving, she's reading her mother's words of, you know. This reminds me of the gelato thing. Yeah. So Mm. it it was really sweet and good. It had a lot of heart. Their romance was really cute um, because she's engaged to this what guy. What is that about Christmas? Like we just need our hearts warmed right now. Yes, yes, it's it like heartwarming. There's a cute dog, and we're sad because like a lot of people at Christmas. It's like, yeah, we were talking about this before the podcast started, but like, it's just you think about like grief hits you at Christmas and at holidays, mm-hmm. and like you need your heart warmed a little bit. So yeah. like lean into the corniness. Yeah, I don't want to sad. It's I okay. want a happy. Yeah. All happy. Yeah. It can be a little, it can be a little sad, just like a little moment. And then it needs to get real happy and cheesy. Enough to like happy pull, ending. pull at your heartstrings, but then mm-hmm. tie them in a bow. Right. At the end. <laughs> yeah. Guaranteed happy ending. Like I cannot. So just like, but- just like a smutty book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so it was adorable. They're very different movies, the three of them, but they were all good in their own ways. But definitely, like, if you want a funny movie, Single All the Way was hysterical and cute. The Noel Diary was, like, it was funny, but it was emotional and sweet, you know, like a romance, whatever. And then Spirited mm-hmm. was just its own genre with the musical, and it was funny. So recommend any of those. They're on um, Apple I TV love- and Netflix. I love that we have so many like TV suggestions like this time, but like tis the season quite literally. Right. <laughs> like, um, 
I don't know that I really listened. I don't want to say I didn't listen to any podcasts, but like I, I didn't really like explore the podcast space. I went back to the last podcast on the left, which I haven't listened to. It said since April, which is wild because I must have listened to them so much because they were still ranked in my top five. Oh gosh. I love them, but I've just it's different when you have a podcast of your own and you're recording a podcast. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes you don't want to like copy what other people do. So it's like weird to listen. And then, but other times it's like inspiring where you're like, I kind of need something to like give me a boost and make me want to like go record today. <laughs> yeah. And like do something. I agree. You like when you're like overwhelmed with life. And although this is fun, and once we actually start recording, I know that we have fun and then we're like happy we did it. But it's like a workout sometimes where you're like, mm-hmm. I've had such a long day. Do I really want to put these running shoes on? You're like, oh, once you're on that treadmill, you're like, this actually feels good. Why don't I do this? Right. Why don't I do this all the time? Man, like, no, I agree. Because we're just so tired and we're like, is what I have to say going to be worthwhile? Like, does anybody <laughs> give a shit? But then like, yeah, we do. And at the end of the day, like continuously recording content, um, just for anybody who wants to make a podcast someday, even if you don't have a bunch of advertisers or like, it doesn't just start like overnight. Like you have right. to consistently make content because that way when somebody actually does want to be like, well, how many episodes do you have? Like, how many listeners do you have? Like, how many plays mm-hmm. do you have? Like, you're building that. Oh, right. It takes a while. We started February 8th was our very first episode. We're, so yeah. we're like approaching a year, which is crazy. So I guess we can right. take season two after February 8th. Right. Exciting. <laughs> season two. Um, But anyways, yeah. So uh, that being said, I really didn't listen to anything besides last pod. And I miss those guys kind of fun yeah I didn't listen to any podcasts I've just been listening to like I've been reading books and listening to audiobooks oh my god so many audiobooks so all the audiobooks <laughs> oh my god we should just like volley back and forth books because yeah and we're not just like talking because I have so many you can start first because I gotta find yeah <laughs> well and I'll just say because I'll kind of just like lump a bunch of them together so yeah, yeah. um the series that I read, the Blood and Ash series, um, their second prequel came out um, within the last couple of weeks. So I read that. It was great. It's called The Light and a Flame. Um, and it was awesome. There's going to be a third one and then the prequels will be done. And then like another book like in the current series will happen. Okay. But it like got me super excited and I kind of hit like a slump in reading where like I have a million books, but like I just wanted to like reread this story again. So I read A Light in the Flame and then I've, I started listening to the first Blood Nash audiobook, which I have read these books like four times um sometimes you need they're that massive but I have them on audio so it went pretty fast and I read the first one and the second one and I'm on the third one um and like I said I'm road tripping tomorrow for work so I'm just going to be listening to um this third one and finishing it just pretend you're asleep but actually be enjoying it. yeah I'm gonna be like the rude person that's like three people are like talking and like having a conversation and I'm gonna be sitting there with my headphones <laughs> listening to my book is like that's all I care about. <laughs> it's like, once you start it, like, I'm like, I need to finish it. Like, even though I know what's going to happen, where it's going, like, I need to get through it. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. Um, 
so that crosses like a bunch of like what I've read here, but that's, that was like the thing that kind of got me going and reading all the things. So what have you read? Oh my God. Wait, that's it? That's it? No, without we're volleying. Okay, we are volleying. Okay, because those go together. Okay, that's why. Okay, that made sense. Sorry. I was just like, am I doing audio or what? Um, God, we really haven't talked. I finally finished A Court of Silver Flames. Yes. And I did that mostly audiobook. It is a long ass book, but I do have it. But it also, it's similar to that where you're like, I want a comfort read. Like now I just kind of want to have it. Like I have Harry Potter. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes I just miss that story and I miss those characters, but I'm like, will I ever miss the first book? I bought them all, but I like, my mom has my first book. Yeah. I was like, like, am I, am I, I just remember like the beginning wolf scene and I'm like, this is where it all starts. Like, oh my God, it's crazy. Anyways. I finished that. I loved it. I just love Nessa. Mm-hmm. And then I also was just so frustrated with her sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I I just, I really liked it. I, I hate to like compare them to each other because I'm like, they're each so different characters. Like, I don't yeah. compare them. Yeah. But I loved I that story though, because I loved getting her like story and arc. Yeah. And she went from being like one of my like hated characters to like one of my most like beloved characters because I feel like that's when you want to read them again you don't I want to look at her differently yes you look at her differently and you're like there's like you said it's frustrating but there's also stuff that you can see in yourself if you've gone through trauma or you've struggled through things it's a very real portrait of somebody that is dealing with a lot of trauma that life has thrown at them she's mad Um, at herself with like yeah her, like how she felt about her dad yeah yeah she's mad at herself she's lashing out at people like it's very human mm-hmm. um so I I really like that so I'm glad that you read it um yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah. excited for that um that like, series like to live keep... action or the adaptation yeah for that and like for it to keep going I'm like hoping another book is there supposed to be they're supposed to be, I know there's no timeline or anything. I mean, um, it's just people hoping people saying that like, we're supposed to get like, she says it's an ongoing thing, but, but we're getting Crescent city three is the next book coming from her. Right. But then so, I think after yeah. that, potentially there's another Akatar book. Damn. And that's why I said, I want to read the two Crescent cities. Yeah. I wish I had those of this if you year. want to borrow them. Yeah, like, um, I, I want the JLA to start the year with that. this the Blood and Ash girl, which I'm hoping then Sarah J. Moss follows suit. She has Jennifer L. Armentrout. She announced like her next like year and a half schedule of Ooh. she's got four books coming out next year, and, and then a fifth something like that in 2024. Too. And I loved that because it was like, oh my god, we're getting this, and we're getting this, and we're getting this. And then she took like one of our favorite books and she flipped it from the male's point of view because it's from the females. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I never really cared about that, but I'm so excited about that. But I'll read it anyway. <laughs> so I'm hoping, because they are like buddies, the the two authors, and they're different, they're schedule. very different things. Like they're both fantasy, but they're very different fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like Faye and Faye, like they're just totally different. But um, I'm hoping that maybe Sarah J. Moss will do that and be like, hey, this is what's coming out next. <laughs> so the next thing I read was I read... Finally, it ends with us. 
followed by it starts with us yeah and um and i'm glad i did because i didn't read it i dnf'd it before i ever even looked at it because i heard that it was about domestic violence and i was like no thank you and you and you know you talked me into it Mm -hmm. that like it was gonna be you know all right and if i didn't like it i was just gonna put it down not tell anybody Mm. um but I liked it. I think and we talked about this. Like, I think because I knew how I knew how it was, like I'd heard so much about it. I knew that it was going to be about this, that like, I feel like I read it differently than most people read it because it wasn't a shock to me so when it like, started online. Right. Like, it's it's yeah. been so spoiled. I but, read it very blind and I yeah. was kind of shocked. And I think that was yeah. like probably her the intent. point of it. Yes. Right. And I was like, wait. Yeah. But I the second felt there book, was something going on there. Like yeah. I was like, something's not right with this guy. He's not. Yeah. But the second book. Perfect. I didn't. I didn't know anything about, I stayed away from that because I didn't care because I wasn't reading the first book. So that one wasn't spoiled. Um, and I liked that one a lot more. Um, I liked like the backstory and everything. I liked the arc of like her mom and like the, yeah, I loved them showing that like, it wasn't this, um, (laughs) you know, she chose to leave him and it was over with, it was this messy ongoing, painful decision that she made that she had to go through that this person um was not like just gonna let her go quietly and like you know it wasn't just gonna be this quick happy ending but like a process because I think that's the thing with people leaving domestic situations Mm. you know that it is extremely difficult it's not simple it's not easy it's not a quick fix it's a very difficult thing and it takes a very long time my um one of my sisters was in a situation like that and it is the most frustrating thing in the world to care about somebody and beg them to leave and tell them to leave and all of those things Mm -hmm. so like and and I've not been in that situation I've just loved someone who is and like so I feel like I really liked the way that they wrote it in a real way and it wasn't just the two of them but it was all these outer characters Mm -hmm. this guy um, you know, he did love her and he was a good guy until like he those wasn't. Those two things can exist. You they can, can love exist. somebody in that per- and you can mm-hmm. also be a broken person who yeah. who it's not your responsibility to fix. And right. like and his sister, you know, and like the family understanding that they how- love their it's- brother, but they know yeah. too that like she has to go and like that whatever. book is the answer to like how why didn't she just leave that book's the answer look at how right. intertwined their lives are yeah it's not just okay cool I'm out like that's right even somebody coming actually be like what is she psychotic what happened like people right. don't even know somebody when you just left yeah right because that's but yeah. somehow people expect you to do that and yeah. it's like and even her who had grown up in a domestic abuse situation and promised that she was never going to be in that situation. And then it, it snuck up on you because nobody falls in love with someone that punches them on the first date. That's not how it works. Yeah, that book you know, so this good, person is so loving and kind and wonderful. And then it, yeah. So 
I really liked it. I'm really glad that she wrote the second book because I read mm-hmm. the like after notes from her that like she was never going to do this. She that's the way it that, ended. That's like, how she was leaving part. it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, but you guys like convinced me. And when I realized that like you needed the happy lake, then I needed it. And so then I wrote this and I loved, I loved that she wrote like a happy ending. Like it took a bit to get there, but like that they did. Um, so I thought that was really cool. And I loved that like the side story too of like Atlas and you know spoiler alert spoiler alert <laughs> his long lost brother you know that oh he then is in that situation well, and his story was the side story of the first book too like right. what he had going on like he mm-hmm. had such a traumatic life and he deserved a happy end yeah and like mm-hmm. i love that he you know he saved his brother and you know and like made these like really difficult decisions to like still go things to try to like do things in the right way and still include his mom because he wanted it to be better for his brother like really you know it just I love that it showed like I guess all of the dynamics of that and not just like this like fantastical view of it but that it is a very difficult multifaceted thing when someone is moving from those situations or from trauma so right and it's like she cut it off and yet guess what Not, they have a kid so right. he still has to be involved in her life she yeah. still feels that scared feeling when he comes around like that doesn't go away mm-hmm. so I think sometimes when you're like well 85 percent of the time things are great so isn't it just easier to just stay like this instead of, and just deal with the 15 percent instead of being scared all the time when's the next time he's gonna come back you know what I mean right Right. I don't yeah. know. I just think it's such a complicated answer and it's so unique to the situation for each person, but it was like a love letter to her mom for, yeah. her, like for being the one to break the cycle. And I also mm-hmm. love that about it. Right. Um, I'm trying yeah. to, I read so many books. So I will try to be like brief about mine because I could really go on about Coho and that series. I loved it. Um, but I listened to a lot of books. So listen to the last thing he told me, which was like, I think a Reese's book club pick. Yes. It was so good. Okay. I don't know why I waited for so long. I have the physical book somewhere. Mm -hmm. I don't even know. I listened to the whole thing. It was so effing good. I don't know. Um, It was like a good, I don't know if I would even say thriller mystery. Um, you know, like if you've listened to or read any of like the Reese's book club picks, like little fires everywhere. I don't know what that even falls under, but it was amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what is that category? Thriller? I don't know. But yeah, I will okay. tell people real quick, if they're going to talk about Reese's, do not read the paper palace. I know you will die on this hill. And do not. I, I will just... die on that fucking hill. <laughs> Do not read it. <laughs> Don't read that. Go get Laura Dave's book, The Last Thing He Told Me. Look, sometimes I steer away from books that have so much hype because I'm right. like, did the publisher just pay for this? Like, sometimes I'm just very, mm-hmm. like, conspiracy theorist about it. But I was like, you know what? It's available on audiobook. I've got stuff to unpack. I'll listen to it. And it was great. Um, I read A Merry Little Meet Cute. And that's been like my favorite, if not, it might be my only holiday read I've done yeah, so far. Yeah, I read it too. I loved it. I loved it. It like was so could, cute. 
go through the whole thing, but if you like spicy and if you like Hallmark, this book is for you. Go get it immediately. Don't wait for the library one. Go buy it because it's probably like such a wait at the library Mm -hmm. at this point. Yeah. I think we're going to talk about it too on our sister podcast. So I'll have to have you on. She read it too. Um, She just got it and she's reading it. So I just um, adored it. Yeah, I loved it. So we'll definitely we recommend talk about we'll the like, sugar we'll cookie do a travel dive. size lube. Uh huh. Yeah, we will deep dive into that later for oh sure. Oh my god! Um, and then I read a short one. Actually, read it because it was very short. This book, Elevation, by Stephen King. I don't know why. I was just like, I want to give Stephen King a try. I loved his book, Joyland. He's obviously a very popular author, but again, I steer away from stuff that's like overly high. Yeah, it's funny because I do, but I don't right? Like I read tons of co. <laughs> I don't know what the standard is, but it was really good. It was about this like guy who he on the scale starts losing weight, but he still feels weight. So like gravity stops affecting him. Oh, like he very clearly looked like he was like, maybe, I don't know, 230 pounds or something. I don't know. And yet, like it was like, it said, like 70 pounds, 60 pounds. It kept like going down and then like, I can't really tell you what happens, but it was a good, like super short story. It went really quick. There was actually a a part in there where it was like a turkey trot. And I was like, oh my God, I'm reading this on Thanksgiving. So it was like funny. You're like, all right, Buffalo. It's literally Mm -hmm. so accurate. (laughs) Um, And then I also, I read our book for this one, Six Feet Deep Dish, which I talked about already. So cute. And I read the second book of under um of the Bromance Book Club series. Oh, okay. I'm trying to hammer through these for two reasons. One, they're so good. The spice is really good. I'm gonna go on a tangent about this series because I want you to go read it. May- or maybe I'll just like get it for you for Christmas, like every single one of them, because <laughs> they're so effing good and I know you like them. So the other reason is because the fifth book in the series is like a Christmas one. Oh, okay. So, so I'm like trying like, yeah. to get there desperately, <laughs> even though I have like a shit ton of Christmas books I could read. I was like, yeah. I just want to get to the fifth one. Um, Although it's similar to like a Tessa where like if there's a series, it's like about the different characters. So I probably could pick up the fifth one, mm. which is like a Merry Little Bromance or something like that. I don't Cute. know. This one was called Undercover Bromance. I love it. Did I talk about the first one in our last random recap? Yes. I just could go on with what a cute, I love that it's based in Nashville. Yeah. Like this next Maggie Knox book that I want to read. That's a newer one. All I I think it's all I want for Christmas. That one's also based in Nashville. So I'm like, I got to get out of this like library rental book. I'm all over the place mood reading. This is just stuff I actually finished. I can't yeah, even yeah. get into my currently reading. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got an audiobook that's sitting at 30% for like a month. <laughs> oh, my God. Because currently reading, it's literally like Pride yeah. and Prejudice, Reese Witherspoon. I saw you were reading that. Cookbook, the Tessa Bailey Too Hot to Handle. I started that. Like, I'm just, yeah. I don't know. I think it's like end of the year chaos. And I'm like, how many books can I squeeze in? Because I'm either going to squeeze in a whole bunch of books at the end of December, which doesn't matter because I've already hit my Goodreads goal, or I'm just going to finish them all at the same time at the beginning of January and just like really go into 2023. Yeah. 
That's what I did. And then it was like, I slowed down because work got crazy. I was like a psycho in the beginning of the year. And then I like was a normal reader. <laughs> yeah. Well, probably also you got on like a book club schedule. So you had things to read. True. <laughs> that is true. Right. It, like it was a little more organized because I feel like I'm kind of all over the place with reading, which I know you get, but I like when we do like book club and stuff because it makes us read other things forces we don't normally you. read instead of just like whatever. And forces you to finish because yes. even if you're like yeah. I have a very bad habit of like not DNFing I will like DNF-ish I'll like put it on the shelf and be like maybe I'll come back to this. Right. Yeah. And just like slowly tinker away at it when I'm bored or like as a palate mm-hmm. cleanser, I'll be like, you know what? What's going on with this Reese with this yeah. book? It, I'll have a book you. that I like really want to DNF and I might put it down. And then it's like, okay, well, I need to know what happens. <laughs> like I, I still have that issue that I'm like, well, what happened? Like if you can scroll through your currently reading on Goodreads, you're in good company with us. Oh my God. But anyways, I did not update this. If you guys want to join us for our next book recap, like I said, we are reading six feet deep dish. It is a cute, cozy mystery flies by. Um, I hope you guys love it. Oh my God. You don't even have to read all this. If you I was just like, I didn't even know what I was just going to say right now, but, um, <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're like, I wrote because it's late and I wrote a long script and you don't have to read that part if you don't want to. (laughs) We don't have an episode either, but. um... (laughs) Wow, you're so tired. Oh, my God. Thank you. All right. No. Yeah. Thank guys for hanging out with us. We'll see you next week. We can't wait. But until then. Read books. It's weird weird out there. there. (laughs) (laughs) I also say. I still don't like Ticket Monster. Okay, good night. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please consider giving us a follow and rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Got a book recommendation for us? Send it to halfbakedbookclub at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at halfbakedbookclub. And don't forget to check out our sister podcast, Hometown Spice, where Dylan and her hometown bestie dive into the spiciest reads you can imagine. The Half-Baked Book Club podcast was created, written, and produced by Lana Rich and Dylan Harrison. For more information, head to halfbakedbookclub.com.